if we're going this Katniss, I'm gonna go buy a suit. <laughs> I'm gonna buy the whole costume. Is, doesn't she wear like a beautiful dress? Oh my god! Oh, I, oh, I was thinking like, armor. Jeans and like she does wear jeans. Oh, you're not allowed to speak about the Hunger Games. <laughs> yeah, you don't even freaking. You know. have no you right. You don't even go here. <laughs> Katniss is like Cardi B to me, to you. So First don't even to me, to you. Okay. Hey everyone, welcome to the bundle of hers. Margo here with Lean, Harjeet, and Bushra. And it's spring already, so yes. it feel like yeah. spring to be honest. I know. And we are four weeks out from the end of our first unit. But how are you guys doing? Like with studying, we have boards coming up. It's I kind have of literally no motivation. Yeah. I hear you, Bushra. I just am struggling because we have class, but then everyone's like, oh, let's study for step. And then a part of me is like, oh, Herji, you should maybe listen to everyone this one time and start studying for step. So I'm trying, but it's really hard. Yeah. How about you, Lean? How are you doing? Ironically, I'm getting the med school butterflies again because the thought of after boards makes me like really excited. excited. And Yay. I'm like, can you imagine being done with boards? Yeah. It's like, wow. I'm That's been- a milestone that's yeah. what they call them oh totally no i'm totally with you in that boat yeah. too but i think i like bushra and harjeet i also feel a lot of stress um with yeah, stuff coming up and i think that's a really important um segue into the topic i wanted to talk about today which was burnout so technically burnout is a long-term stress reaction which is defined by emotional exhaustion Ugh. depersonalization yes. which means like you just don't feel like yourself or you're mm-hmm. like de-associated from the things that you like and the other criteria or like um, defining factor is a lack of sense of personal accomplishment Ooh, girl that's like me to a horoscope, but like a really good one (laughs) so overall it's just this really dark thing that's a product of the stress that we are exposed to in medical school and i think in popular media it's usually we hear about physicians having burnout but i think Mm -hmm. it's important to address that it also affects medical students like we all just acknowledged right yeah Yeah. so is there anything else you guys would want to add to the definition of burnout um i have been noticing that it's getting harder for me to like get up and go to class i'd rather just be in my bed yeah seriously i slept like 15 hours yesterday <laughs> and, and the day before forever. i'm like literally yeah. and then i ultimately i regret it because i have to go yeah. and like rewatch the lectures but like i've just been sleeping a lot more than usual lately and then like yeah. it kind of like f's up with my um like schedule and all that stuff uh it's like a it perpetuates itself every single Mm -hmm. day and then it's like oh shoot i need to i have to get all this stuff done i create this like environment of like acute stress because Mm -hmm. i've been like putting things off ultimately my own fault i've been getting better though yeah yeah (laughs) it kind of ebbs and flows it's like a thing that you you need to check in on Mm -hmm. and catch early so that it doesn't become like a burnout a long-term burnout you yeah. Know? yeah i think you're right harji there is like a transient nature to burnout like right mm-hmm. now we're uh, maybe like two and a half months away from step um, one exam for most of us um, which for the pre-med listeners that's our board exam the first part of it which right. determines where you basically can go to residency essentially not really we can have a different discussion about that later but yes <laughs> um it's a very stressful time, and I think we have a lot of stress right now from that, and that's part of the transient nature of right. burnout, is we're trying to finish this last unit of our second year and study for this big exam, and so 
it, I think naturally a lot of second year students do feel burnout right mm-hmm. now. And and then it may go away. Like Lean was talking about feeling excited about after boards. So there's balance to it, but then you can feel a little bit of burnout mm-hmm. and then come back from it. I think yeah. that's important to recognize. I also think it's important to make that distinction that all because you're burned out doesn't mean that you're like giving up or done with something. It just, I think that's a very different type of feel and you get this whole other host of like feelings with that. I right. think it's more just you can still have that passion, but like writer's block or like if you are an artist, you know, sometimes it's just you have those points in your life where you're like, oh, my God, this is weighing down on me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, if you just think about it, we've been in, you know, the classroom setting for almost two years now. That's like and every two weeks you take an exam and then you have a final on top of that. And so we've been at this for a really long time. And yeah. now that it's towards the end, it's just like, ugh, yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's just like why, why we're still doing this, you know? And so like I can I can understand why it's like lean. You're excited to be done with it and like actually start seeing patients yeah. and like, you know, moving on from this part of our medical education. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like a mix of denial as well as like a fantasy kind of idea where you're thinking like oh yeah I'm actually doing the stuff I need to do but you're more procrastinating yeah (laughs) yeah I think procrastination is a big part of it I would agree with that yeah I think I noticed like when I study with people they're like wow like it sounds like you really hate the material like I'm swearing off my yeah Yeah. (laughs) you know like and they're like why are you so mad at the material learning it's like oh no I'm not mad at it it's actually really interesting I'm just so tired of being forced to kind of like get at it in ways that maybe I don't personally find it fascinating that's why I'm kind of excited for the patient aspect, right? It's like, yeah, now we can finally see what we're learning. I think, yeah, I think that's what I was going to say <laughs> yeah. off of Busher's comment is that we feel burned out, maybe not passionate, like you were just talking about, Lean, about doing this studying, but we know that we have to. Mm-hmm. It's like something we just have to do. So we push through. Yeah. And I think that contributes to the burnout is feeling like you have to do this, but your heart may be not in it. Um, because you just want to get to third year and get to the patient interaction, but there's this huge hurdle in front of mm-hmm. you. And so you kind of are just maybe mindlessly isn't the right word, but you're kind of just doing it without empathy and without com- not compassion, but without passion. And so that I definitely think contributes to burnout. It's kind of like you're a candle and like the flame went out, but <laughs> also the wick broke off. Oh, <laughs> so oh. you got to like, dig around the wax to get the wick back out and then you can light it up. <laughs> what an analogy. So this is you digging. digging yeah, the, so like you have to just kind of dig your way out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah totally. That's so And funny. then you can relight What an flame. engineer's mind. <laughs> I love that analogy. Um, yeah, so I, I also find myself like withdrawing from from social things like yeah and and I feel like it's important to recognize that I do maybe I'm starting to feel burned out and like it is important to schedule time or make time to hang out with you guys or make time to be with my husband I'm the worst at this yeah but it contributes like do you feel like maybe you're even part but just in general (laughs) (laughs) yeah um what other things do you guys notice maybe right now that you're not doing that you normally do so my mom was in town for like a couple of weeks And that kind of like showed me how much I actually do spend studying and like just being by myself, uh, (laughs) studying and, and not necessarily like interacting with her. And then when she was here, I like put more effort into doing that. Looking back at it, it's like, I, I felt like I was so, I was a lot more miserable when I was just focused on like 
studying, mm-hmm. like solely studying, and mm-hmm. then everything else became secondary. Now that like I put the things that I enjoy back into my life, like the other stuff don't seem as bad, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's a very good point, Bisha, is that how can we combat and how do we combat burnout right now? And like you said, you maybe have to be more intentional and conscious about making that social time. And same, I signed up for like this exercise. It's called class pass. So you get to go to different studios just uh-huh. to like force myself to work out every day. Because what I realized is that like exercise is studying because yeah. I'm way more clear headed when I, after I work out and like, if I take that time to just like go move my body and then I can come back and like refocus and, mm-hmm. and bring um, more efficiency back to my studying. And so it's important to, to realize that those things like being social or, you know, working out is definitely part of studying. What about you, Harji? Do you do any like what are you doing to combat burnout right now? I think I kind of have a little bit of a different experience. I think that um, I kind of felt the. You know, when I first started med school, this sounds so insane to me, but the first like month or two, I think I had all those feelings of burning out and like I was depressed. Um, we've actually talked about this in a past podcast. Mm-hmm. Episode six, mental health. Yes. What that made me realize was that, you know, there's a reason I'm here. So there's always this balance between like understanding like, oh, I'm getting tired of this. I'm burning out and then reminding myself like there's a reason I'm doing this. There's a reason why I want to do this and Mm -hmm. why I want to be happy with what I'm doing. So how I'm trying to live life is I think I grew up in a family that was very much let's work, 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 and then we'll have fun. Like we'll make the money. Then people have fun when they're in their 60s and (laughs) 70s, you know, I realized I didn't want to live like that. So I think one positive thing that I've acquired a skill is I feel like I don't feel the burnout like um because I'm as I said constantly feeling it Mm -hmm. but I'm also at the same time making sure I have time for everything so I will say even though step one is nearing closer I still think I do the same amount of things like I always do yeah I think that's like you said Harjit it's important to keep in mind why we're doing this, why we're subjecting ourselves to this awful test and stress in these first two years of medicine, right? And it's to know that like we came to medical school for a reason. Each of us has our own unique reasons for wanting to become physicians. And it's it's very important to keep that in mind. And for me, what I have been what I have found to be very helpful is to actually go in shadow. Yeah. So like once a month or every other week or something, I've been going to the OR to shadow in pediatric orthopedics and not just like when I leave there, I am like so motivated. I'm like, okay, this is why I'm studying renal physiology is because I want to do this and I have to study this to get to what I want. And so I think it's very important to have a clear visual to help get you through the tunnel. You know, even though things are coming closer, but you know what I think the key point is that we're doing is we're having a conversation on this and I'm constantly thinking about this. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I think I'm not reaching the point where I crash and then I don't have any looking back because a lot of people reach that point. Yeah. No, I think that's super important not to get to the point where you're completely burned out and you can't come back. Right. Yeah. I think I didn't even hear about like what burnout was until medical school. Mm -hmm. And so... In undergrad, I also had like, I mean, I had a, I chose a difficult major. What am I trying to say here? Basically, <laughs> like I had a lot of hard classes. And so I did feel burnout then. And I told myself I never want to sit in a classroom again. And then surprise, I got into med school and here I am <laughs> two years later, you know? Yes. And so I think for me, moving to a new place, losing all social like contacts that I had before yeah. on top of not having time to sing or have time to write. I think that's why I was really bad at 
and still probably am bad at managing burnout in medical school. Mm-hmm. It's different when like you've been, you know, on top of on top of adjust, adjusting yeah. to a new place. It's like, wow, I'm like stuck around 24 hours around medical students. And this has never been the population that I ever socialized with. And so, yeah, I don't know, like for me to combat burnout is kind of a new thing. Um, mm-hmm. It's just newly been introduced into how I have to do it and so I've been trying to integrate more time for singing more time for writing even it's like at midnight I'll be like okay I'll just sleep at 1am but at least I'll get in you know something to write yeah and that's really it hasn't and for me like I haven't been able to do it all the time it's Mm kind of hard to adjust to making that schedule and also I think it's more difficult when you don't your social support system doesn't understand what it's like to be in medical school. Mm-hmm. So like my social support would be like, well, you don't, you know, if you're so if you're so burnt out from the people in med school, just back away from them. You <laughs> yeah. know, and it's like you don't understand like we're literally like we know everything yeah. about each other and yeah. it's the weirdest interaction, you know. <laughs> it's the weirdest culture or scene and then on top of that like when you are burnt out they're like, "Oh, well maybe you want to change your major, maybe you want to change for medicine, you know." Yeah. And so it's like, "No, it's not like that at all. You're just like super sick of it." Um Yeah. Thank you for being honest about it, Lean, because I feel like maybe we I didn't want to give the impression that like I know how to handle burnout. I think for me too, it's navigate. It's a new field that I'm navigating. And I think we're all going through that at the same time. And yeah. and I yeah. think the first step is it's so important just to recognize that you are burned out. So if yes. you're feeling yeah, if you're feeling like sleeping more or something is just off, like you don't feel passionate about studying, mm-hmm. or you're no motivation, no, like you just constantly want to procrastinate yeah i think it's important to be like okay maybe there is some bigger factor yeah that's affecting this and then just maybe try little things like you said like um singing even if it takes you up one hour later um that helped you in the end and so don't be afraid to try something to help yeah. sometimes just backing away completely right yeah just, yeah, like, yeah you just okay, need i don't know space. anything about medicine i'm just gonna back away yeah. <laughs> for like yeah. a day and i'm fine you know but yeah it's just coming back tackling so, it with a new passion i guess totally we have a stress right now from our tests, but I think next year and third year, we're going to have a different kind of stress that mm-hmm. maybe leads to a different kind of burnout. And one of the articles I was reading, and I'm, I'll post it on um, Facebook, was saying that like medical students usually come into the patient experience, you know, wide eyed and bushy tailed and so excited because, you know, that's why we're here is to work with patients. But then by the end of third year, you maybe start to get burned out because the patient experience is not always what we romanticized it right. to be. And so a lot of doctors throughout the progress of their career tend to lose empathy and compassion, not because of the patients, but because of the workload that they're exposed to. You only get 15 minutes and then patients with super complicated cases cannot be managed in 15 minutes. So then you have like these very complicated patients and and I think it can become very overwhelming. So I kind of wanted to talk about what we think about patient or, you know, empathy burnout for physicians and how we might. Uh, protect ourselves from that next year and in our careers. I actually love that you bring this point up, Margot, because I think that um, a big thing I'm noticing that might happen to me next year is one, like, I think our schedule is going to be completely different. Like we're going to be required to be up and like working for more than 12 hours a day sometimes. And like the physical burnout that you feel, the feeling of fatigue, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be feeling fatigued. I wonder if that's something that we will like acquire in our third year or something that's more long term. I think one thing that I always need to remind myself is I think the biggest reason I wanted to go to medicine was, yes, it's like, you know, it combines my interests of science and, you know, working with communities and stuff like that. But I'm also very much like always interested in 
a person's life in the moment and then just having like that awareness that you know you can learn something new from everybody even if it's an interaction that didn't go well mm-hmm. um i feel like i recognized that idea when i was in college of you know like every single interaction means something so i hope that i don't have to go through that burnout because mm-hmm. For me, I every interaction is there to teach me something. And that's the way I've like developed my mindset, you know. Mm -hmm. So I hope that's something that will help for help me. I think I'm going to burn myself out with anxiety of like, am I acting the right way? Am I getting the good like portrayal of what? Because I think I'm new to medicine. Like I don't Mm understand. I didn't know there was like a whole hierarchy or like how you're supposed to act and how you're supposed to portray. And there's Mm -hmm. a whole intricate system to there's just a whole culture of behavior behind it. I actually love that you bring this up, Lean, because I think the I think the key point is that we can spend hours and hours trying to change ourselves so people can be like okay with what we're talking we can be afraid of a million things and the truth is you know there's a billion permutations of things that could go wrong and i think another thing that i i want to really work on next year is just being myself because that Mm -hmm. won't lead me astray because i have something to back it up with because that's who i am and once yeah once you get that confidence in yourself it doesn't matter what people say about the way you act because you'll be like it doesn't you have yeah. thick skin right it's I feel one like, less thing to burn you out yeah yeah <laughs> so, i feel like it's important but, uh, to be respectful oh, like yeah. i'm i'm saying like that's like a completely different thing like we'll all be respectful but i think we should be who we are and not pretend to be something else building off of that um i feel like being two years stuck in a classroom i feel like there's kind of like an aspect of social of social interactions that we've lost. <laughs> like we, we've become so antisocial. It's ridiculous. We only it. socialize with each other. Yeah, yeah, but like I get out into the real world and I'm like, I don't know, you know, where do I put my hand? Like, how do I do this? You know? I think I've never had this problem before. To, um, I love that you say that. With non-medical yeah, students. Yeah, and that true. kind of scares me. Like I, next year when we're getting back into the real world, it's like, you know, you're going to walk in and you'll be like, hi, I'm a med student. And you're just yeah. super awkward. No, I totally oh, no. validate that. Lean. I think it's <laughs> so. a, a legitimate fear. And on top of it, our attendings are going to be grading us, right? For yeah, we're like, why are you acting so weird? Which is exactly <laughs> another layer of stress. So not only are we like worried about our patients, we're worried if we're like performing well. Yeah. Like as far as, yeah, we're going to be graded next year and it's going to be a completely like new environment. But also, I think we shouldn't lose the aspect of like, we're still students and we're still Mm -hmm, learning and mm -hmm. all those things factor into learning. And part of me is like, I shouldn't be penalized for like, not knowing something before I learned it. You know what I mean? Because you're just thrust into an environment that maybe you've never even had the opportunity to shadow or whatever it is, right? And maybe I'm an optimist. (laughs) (laughs) And I just feel like if you just put your best foot forward, if you are caring about what you're doing, and I think like I like you said, Margot, yeah, the burnout is going to be completely different. Like you said, we're all going to go in there wide eyed and bushy tailed, but I feel like that's kind of a breath of fresh air for mm-hmm. for the people that have been working there like day in and day out, and then you have someone that's like excited to be there and like learn new things and i feel like that like energy kind of like transfers into like the setting and uh, i don't know i'm i'm really excited for next year and maybe i won't be so excited at some points but that's okay that's not going to take away from my my experience as a whole 
Yeah. Our excitement may help other people, you know, like rekindle some of the like passion and empathy that they may have lost through burnout. I think if we approach it more and and medicine is becoming more like this as a team, Mm -hmm. then it's not just one person's burden to carry the weight of all these feelings and workload and emotions, then maybe slowly we can start to like lessen the degree of um, burnout. But like you said, there's a stigma that is prevalent in the medical profession where we have to be these strong people who don't show emotion and work 36 hours a day, right? Like, and you don't sleep and you don't eat, but you're still supposed to perform and be compassionate. And right. like that stigma really eats at people because they, at the end of the day, they feel like they can't say I want out or like, no. I feel bad about this. And also it's like the whole prestige around this title, right? Like I always remember that my job is important, but the person who um, makes the food in the cafeteria, their job's important too. But that whole prestige around you're a doctor and having to tell your family like, This is not what I want to do. I know I decided I get I understand why people reach the point where they can't turn back. Yeah. Like it makes total sense, you know, and these are real issues and they actually happen. Yeah. I think we always talk about like, you know, you know, being a medical student, we have to do this, this and that. But the truth is, we're also learning. Mm -hmm. And on that journey having an open mind of all possibilities is important. Obviously we've worked so hard and so far we're here because we want to do this. Right. Mm -hmm. And we recognize the importance of understanding burnout, understanding, taking out our time for things, but there are people who never got that opportunity. Yeah. So I've noticed that, um, wellness has been something that's been kind of like thrown around, um, and how we should be able to, you know, put ourselves first and making sure that we're um, mentally healthy, Mm -hmm. right? That's the most important thing. I think that sentiment is also within the hospital and residents and stuff like that. I think they also have that. But I think something that's lacking is that while they do say that wellness is important, they don't really know or how to implement it within like your heavy work schedule Mm -hmm just like residency in general and and actually med students to be honest (laughs) i think that's something that we can work on while we can say yeah there is a problem when there's no feasible um solution it doesn't really get rid of the problem and Mm -hmm. i think that's where we need to um put our efforts yeah yeah i I also agree with bushra i want i do want to say i think because burnout is starting to be recognized People are like, we have a pretty, we're getting into a better wellness program every year. Um, I think that there's obviously this need, like, we need to do this. But like Bushra said, you know, that translation is sometimes difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think one way we can work on that is have these conversations. Agreed. And that's what we do with this podcast, yeah. right? Like, have these conversations, knowing it's okay to talk about these things like, hey, I need a breather. Like, yeah. let's not talk about school or let's go have lunch or I really need to celebrate someone's birthday. I'm so into <laughs> celebrating birthdays. But we like know. these these are the reasons why. No. Yeah. Burnout is real. I think that's the message we wanted to share ultimately from this podcast. I think we are kind of at a very exciting time, like Bushra talked, where mm-hmm. they're talking more about wellness and residency. And, and right now it seems to be added on top of your workload. But I think 
we all as rising physicians have the ability to change with our voice. Yeah. The structure of residency and the structure of how we incorporate wellness into our practices. And I think that our voices are powerful. And so by having more conversations like this and, you know, exposing burnout and the barriers and causes of burnout, it's going to be very important. So we hope that we have empowered you guys to go out and talk about burnout and start to tackle ways that we can prevent it. And also remembering our passions. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Remember, don't forget your passion. Don't forget why you got to wherever you are in the first place. Yes. If you keep that in your heart and your mind will guide you through, you will feel burned out in medical school. It is okay to feel burned out. Make sure you talk about it. Make sure you get support in whatever way that looks yes. like for you, but you will prevail. Yay. So, thank you for listening. This was Bundle of Hers. Make sure you check us out on Instagram at Bundle of Hers and tune in next time on iTunes. Margo, you're so good at the ending. (laughs) Unlike me.